0: coffee with colby episode 26 let's go Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to today's episode of Coffee with Colby, the show that's all about helping you put your best foot forward on your professional path. In the time it takes to enjoy just one cup of coffee, we cover the challenges that crop up in the workplace and how to balance your career and your personal life. This is all the stuff you need to know that they don't teach you in school. Thanks for tuning in. As always, I'm Colby Reed, and this is my show. And today's show, we are actually recording on Thanksgiving weekend and in the spirit of the season. We are going to talk about gratitude, and more specifically, we are going to talk about the simple act of saying thank you. We express gratitude in kind of a, uh, a half-baked way, um, and, and let me explain why. We, we say thanks a lot, and we kind of throw it away. Uh, think about the number of emails that you send in a given day or a given week that you sign off with a quick thanks, or you know you say, hey, I need such and such report, thanks. It doesn't really come across as... As authentic. It doesn't really come across as expressing gratitude to someone. It's more of kind of a polite, gotta stick in there for manners sake uh, sign off. How often do we in our day-to-day legitimately stop and turn to somebody and say, here is something specific that you have done that has helped me and I want to express my gratitude for that. Really, rarely, I'm willing to bet that if you think about it, it's not even something you do on a daily basis. It's something I have to think about every day. But it's also something that's really, really important. There is a ton of research and data that shows that employees who feel valued, who feel that their 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 work is appreciated, ...are far more likely to remain engaged, they're far more likely to stay on for a longer period of time, Uh, you're you're likely to get more efficiency out of them, more productivity out of them, they're more likely to put in that extra hour, put in that extra time, uh, give that little bit extra uh, to deliver gold standard work, and that's what we all want out of our teams... And what's true is whether you are somebody who is the CEO and everybody reports to you or you're an intern possibly just starting to kind of build your reputation in the company, if you establish yourself as someone who expresses gratitude and somebody who shows their appreciation for their team, you are going to go much further within your organization, within your industry, because people are going to want to work with you. Let me give you two examples of what I'm talking about. Um, In the first case, I had a manager and I was working in in public relations at the time and this manager was known for being a bit of a hard case. Um, She was very strict, she had very high expectations and when I would write something for her, uh, when I would write a, a press release or a plan or a blog post, it would always come back just dripping and redding. She would just edit 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 rip it apart. Um and I thought for the first 5 or 6 months I worked for her that this was just her personality. And we've all heard those stories about somebody who, you know, really pushes their people the hardest and they end up being better for it and at the end of the day they're like, you know, you pushed me so hard but I'm so grateful for what I learned or also, you know, the, the coach that, that really pushes hard and, and, and saves that gratitude so that when they say good job or when they say thank you, that person, you know, feels it even more. So that's what I thought the situation was was here. And and to be honest and to be fair, this manager did teach me a lot and did teach me a lot about, you know, working towards a, a gold standard or working towards my best possible product. However, uh, in in this case, I had been assigned... To manage a product launch and in public relations, that means if you're doing a product launch, you're responsible for you create the media list of the reporters that you're going to send the press release to you build the actual pitch and press release materials to let them know what's what's going on. You are responsible for writing the blog post or the the press release that's going to go on your website. You write the social media posts that go with it. You kind of help create the package that's going to announce this product on onto the market and It was a relatively small product it wasn't a very big announcement, but it was my first real push and in our organization the kind of the standard was that when you had a product launch, whoever was in charge of the product launch would then send around a results recap to the, to the broader team. Uh, because only a few of us would work on a, on a product launch. Um, we'd have maybe 50 people on the entire you know, public relations team. But you might have four people who are working uh, you know, in some way on a specific product launch. So we'd keep each other informed on what we were working on. So I am responsible for this one product launch. And I do the, the the recap. And the recap is just, you know, here's the coverage that we got. Here are the results that we saw. Here's a few key things. But it's also important because it's the opportunity for the, the kind of the, the lead point person to give a shout out and thank everyone that worked on it. And you say, you know, thanks you know to this person for their help with the social media and this person for the help with the research. And it's just a great opportunity to call out the team. And pretty much every other product launch that happened... The, the team lead would, would send out this, you know this report to the team and say, "Here's what we did, and here's all the great work that was done. And then the boss, the head of the team, would follow up on top of that email to the team and say, "And a big thanks to the team lead. So I know I'm throwing out team lead quite a bit here, so let me, let me rephrase this. So let's say that I'm the team lead, and Julia. And Francesca are my my team for this launch. So I send out a, a a note to my to the to the entire PR department saying we just had this product launch and here's everything that's happened. And a big thank you to Francesca and Julia for all their hard work on the social and the research and this, that, and the next thing. And then my manager, let's call her Bernice, in theory, then follows up with a with a reply all to that email and says, and a big shout out to Colby for his work on this. So everybody gets a pat on the back, everyone gets rewarded for their hard work, and everyone gets acknowledged for their hard work. So I'm guessing most of you can see where this is going. So uh, we have the product launch, and it goes well. I mean, it's a small product. It, it got a couple pieces of pickup. It hit all the metrics that we set. Um, it was also my first opportunity at the helm. So we send out, I, I, I do the recap, I package it up, I thank my team, I thank, you know, Caitlin and I think Jennifer and I think, uh, Marcos, you know, the the three or four people that were helping me with this and I send it out and radio silence. And my manager never, never, never acknowledged my contributions or my work on this. Um, that also would then go on to be a theme with this manager that, um, she found opportunities for me to grow. Um, she found little opportunities to give me compliments along the way, but compared with, Kind of the the standard that was set across our our entire department. She never really showed any specific gratitude for the extra work that I was putting in, or anyone on our team. And just a short time later, I ended up transitioning off. After about a year and a half of that, I ended up transitioning to another team within our department, um, and wound up getting a, a, quite a quite a bit of, of positive feedback. So now let's flip that. When I was working in radio. I had a manager, um, uh, we, let me back up. So we would have uh, election coverage. Election night was always a very challenging day for us from a, from, a, from, a, from a coverage standpoint because there's so much to cover. There's all the candidate races, there's the ballot measures and so on. And you've only got in in TV, they've got tons of crews that can go out and cover all over the city in radio we had one maybe two reporters that would go out and cover kind of everything and so at the time i was a street reporter so i was the guy and it i was the, i was responsible for hitting as many campaign parties as i possibly could as many ballot you know initiative parties as i possibly could and you only had a certain window of time so throughout drive time i've got to be hitting you know live shots from different campaign um areas and grabbing tape. Then as the results are coming in, I've got to be doing live shots around the city while I'm trying to get to as many of these parties which are, you know, only going to be available for a couple of hours to get, you know, a couple get as many interviews as I can, cut all that up, come back to the station, record stories of my own for the next morning as well as leaving audio that the morning show could could cut up so that they've got, you know, a full election recap in the morning. It was a lot of work um, and it was really stressful, but we always managed to, we had a great team and we always managed to pull off a really great result. What always struck me was every morning after an election, whether it was a midterm, whether it was a special election, whether it was a general election, I would always have an email from my boss, uh, from the news director saying, Hey, really great content. Really appreciate all your hustle last night. Great job. In some cases, I would actually get emails from her during the evening while we were doing the live coverage saying, Hey, I just heard your seven o'clock live shot. It sounded great. Keep up the good work. Um, and then, you know, occasionally throughout the year, um, she'd come up and say, Hey, I really appreciate you've been, I know you've been pulling some extra shifts, some extra time for us. I really appreciate it. You've been sounding great on the air. You've been helping us all sound great. Um, here's a gift card. Go out to dinner with, with your wife. You know, it's not a huge gesture. It would be, you know, maybe, you know, 30 bucks to the, you know, the Applebee's down the street or, you know, the local bar and grill. It, it's, it's not a, it wasn't a huge expense, but it was a really nice gesture. It was, you know, those emails take five minutes to write maybe in the moment. Um, those, you know, getting, you know, a, a bunch of gift cards and kind of handing those out to the staff throughout the year when somebody does something nice, it's not a huge lift on your part as the manager, but that little bit of encouragement makes your team want to do so much more and try so much harder and succeed even more for you. Um, that is a manager that I was willing to work with. I worked with for a number of years and I was proud to work with her and, and for her on her team, uh, and learn from her. This is the difference between when you show gratitude and when you don't show gratitude. Yes, technically everyone is showing up to get a paycheck and that's your reward for doing your job, but everybody wants to feel valued. Everyone wants to feel like they're contributing and everybody, quite frankly, would like to have just a little pat on the back and say, you know, you don't necessarily need to, you don't need to hear, oh my gosh, you're the best person ever, every single day. But getting that little reminder that your work matters goes such a, goes such a distance. And it is so easy to express that. And it doesn't matter what level you're at. That's the other thing is some people will say, well, you know, it's not my place to acknowledge this. It's not my place to acknowledge that. Quite frankly, if you're working with somebody, whether they are your manager, whether they are your colleague or whether you are their manager, you are always in a position to say thank you and saying thank you Again, it inspires your team if you're leading a team. It makes people want to work with you. It makes people want to partner with you. It makes people want to do more for you. It makes people, frankly, like you. And it is so easy to do. So today, I want to walk through kind of the four easiest ways that you can and should be showing gratitude this is the perfect time of year because everyone's in a happy, happy, joy, joy mood. But you also need to make a note to do this on a normal Tuesday in March because that's when it's going to have the most impact. Everyone's expecting, you know, thank you notes and and, and Christmas cards this time of year. But when you get, you know, some, some form of gratitude out of the blue of the western sky in the middle of April, that's when it's going to have the most impact. What I also want to underscore here is I've, I've been talking about this in terms of within your organization, showing gratitude. It's also important to show this kind of gratitude to your partner organizations. I have worked both in-house and as a vendor. So I have been the client and I have been the agency and the vendor, uh, selling my services. And when clients express their gratitude and say, Hey, I know that we gave you this assignment on a short runway and you turned it around really quickly. And it made me look so good to my bosses. And I really appreciate that. You don't have to give them extra money. You don't have to, to, to give them extra billable hours, anything like that. Just saying that that much goes so far. When you treat your partners like slaves, or like they owe you something, or like they are less than you, or like they, um, they they don't need encouragement, it really can kind of kill that morale. Again, I can speak from experience here. Uh, when I worked on the agency side of the business, I had clients who would, we'd send them a blog post, we'd send them a press release, we'd send them you know a piece of work that we'd been putting together, a report, some analytics, something like that, they would follow up with, hey, really appreciate this. This looks great, You know, great work, appreciate the effort, thanks for turning this around so quickly. Those are the clients that we wanted to over-service, we wanted to do more for, we wanted to find more opportunities for. I had other clients, one in particular, who felt that because he was writing a check to us, that he could treat us however he wanted to, that we were dirt beneath his shoes and we would do exactly what he said when he said it and that was how the relationship was gonna work. Never said thank you, never acknowledged anything. And those are the clients that you dread working with, that you are looking at doing just the bare minimum for, um, that you are not looking to over-service or surprise and delight uh, you just want to do whatever you can to do the bare minimum to make sure that they keep signing their checks. Um, that is not the relationship that you want to foster if you're on the on the client side. And sending you know a simple sign of gratitude here and there can do wonders. And it needs to be more. Again, it needs to be more than just sending somebody a fruit basket at Christmas time. That's a nice gesture and that's important and that's an important part of you know relationship building. But sending a little note or following one of these these four steps I'm about to walk you through in the middle of nowhere is the way that you're going to really make an impact on somebody. So the four ways that you can easily say thank you. This is stuff that is not going to – this is going to take you maybe – five minutes of your time, some of the stuff you can do in probably 30 seconds. It doesn't cost you anything, and it will legitimately make a major difference in the in the world of the person uh, who's on the receiving end. So the first and the easiest way to do it is simply say thank you. And when I say say thank you, don't just say thanks in an email. Say thank you for something specific in an email over the phone or in person. Something like, hey John, I really appreciate the fact that you turned this report around for us in only 24 hours with such great data. We showed it to our CEO and he was really impressed. You really helped make us look good in that meeting. We really appreciate your partnership. Or Julia, really appreciate the the creativity and the extra mile you've been going on our social media content. It's been getting some really great results. Or uh, Diana, really appreciate the fact that you were willing to put in those extra hours to make sure that all of our insurance uh, paperwork got filed early so that we could all uh, take our retreat and know that our benefits were in line for 2018. Really, really appreciate uh, your extra extra effort there. Um, it really made, meant a lot to us. Something, it's simple. That does not take you more than 30 seconds One line in an email, one line at the end of a phone call, one line at the end of a meeting. And that person is going to carry that all day, probably all week, maybe all month. Trust me. Think about it. When was the last time somebody out of nowhere sent you a note praising you for something specific? And think about how that made you feel and how that carried throughout your day and your week. That is something that people are gonna, are gonna carry with them and it's really, uh, it, it, it it goes a long way. Um, the the second thing that you can do to show gratitude and this kind of steps it up a little bit um, and it's a, it, it's, it's a variation on the first and that's sending a note to the person's manager and copying them. This happened to me quite frequently. Well, not quite frequently. I shouldn't say quite frequently. I was getting praise all the time. But in the time that I was in the agency world, and this was a, a frequently used um, tactic. And it's, it's basically what you do in step one, where you pick something specific that that person has done, but you call it out to their boss so their boss knows. And it's a simple, hey, Julia, um, I just wanted to let you know, Really appreciate what Craig has been doing. Um, He took on some additional research and analytics for us, uh, which helped beef up our report. Um, He took it on at the last minute when we were kind of under the gun, and he really made a, a, a positive impact on the team. I just really appreciate him putting in that extra effort. Um, really, pre- hey, hey, Diana, I just want to make sure you know, uh, Megan has been just absolutely fantastic on our uh, intra-office intra um, team on uh, the employee benefits rollout for, for next year. She's had some great contributions. She's done a lot of extra work for us in terms of research. Really appreciate what she's been doing. And when you send it to the manager, you CC the person who uh, you're talking about. So they actually see what you're saying and see that it's going to their boss. Getting praised is great. Getting praised in front of your boss is even better. That is a wonderful way that you can up the ante and make sure that not only does this person know you, you appreciate them and value what they've done, but you're going so far as to make sure that their boss is aware. That's the kind of stuff that can help impact raises and promotions, uh, you know, intra-team awards, stuff like that. That is a a really nice gesture uh, to take. Uh, the third thing that you can do and you should do is call somebody out in front of your team. like in an actual meeting, don't just say you know in a one-on-one meeting, like I said in, in the first tip, you know saying thank you, but in in front of you know the next staff meeting or something, I always try to when I'm working on a big team. Uh, for example, I was uh, the president of a nonprofit board a couple years ago and I actually made a point every meeting agenda to have two or three shout outs to members of our team so that by the end of the year, everyone had gotten, you know, one or you know, two or three of these for, for different things. But it's the same concept. It's identifying something specific that this person has done and calling it out in front of the team and saying, Hey, this, you know, Hey, everybody, you all should see Julia has been investing a lot of extra time in our analytics reports And clients are loving it. It's it's a clear, more concise way of demonstrating the data. Um, It's extra work on her part. It's a little bit more tedious, but the results are definitely paying dividends, and we really appreciate that. Hey, has everybody seen John's efforts uh, on the accounting front? Um, He's been digging into our our, our office supply budget and found some uh, waste and has managed to save us enough money so that we can actually have the holiday party this year. Those kinds of things. Again, this takes you 20 seconds in the middle of a meeting that you've already called. It's just a matter of thinking about it and actually doing it. Um, And the fourth and final way that you can say thank you in a meaningful way and an easy way uh, in your office is, and and I love doing this because nobody expects this and it really has an impact. Endorse them on LinkedIn. This is the one that's going to take the most time. And by the most time, I mean maybe five minutes. But if you didn't know, on LinkedIn, there's actually an option, a a button you can click where you can endorse somebody. And you can write a paragraph or two paragraphs about how wonderful it is to work with this person. And they ask, you know, for your, you know, what your relationship was. Were you their manager? Were you their colleague? Were you a partner? Were you, what what were you doing? Um, And then it just gives you an, an open space where you can write. I'm sure there's a cap, but I've only ever done, you know, a paragraph or two about the person and that is when you do that out of nowhere for uh I I've, I've done that for colleagues, I've done that for vendors, I've done that for partners. That goes so far because number one they're getting that praise. They're hearing exactly how much you what you think of them. And of course you've got to follow the format I've been saying for this whole this whole Uh, podcast which is you've got to be specific you've got to give examples of here's what you know i i worked with julia when she was uh the uh, account coordinator on the Henderson account at uh, such and such ad agency where I was an account supervisor and we worked on several projects together. And I had the pleasure of seeing her creativity and action driving social media content that, uh, created X number of engagements for our, for our clients. Um, I was also really impressed with her positive attitude with her organization, her dedicate, uh, her, uh, her tenacity, uh, her ability to multitask, you know, four or five things. You know, you can you can stick one, you can stick a couple in there, as many as you want. But you are also then posting this for the world to see and we live in a time when people are not going to work for the same company forever. Everybody's going to job hop in some different ways. It could be after 3 years, after 5 years, after 10 years. Those endorsements can be helpful in finding your next job. It also can be helpful in letting that person know, hey, when you're ready to move on, I'm prepared to be a glowing reference from you. There are some people who may not, who may want to be changing careers and not know who to ask for a reference. But when you raise your hand and say, hey, I'm already going to put it on paper that you're awesome, that is going to really boost somebody's confidence, um, especially when you do that for somebody who probably isn't expecting it. Like a lot of people will request LinkedIn endorsements or recommendations, but when you do it for somebody that they're not even expecting, that's, that's, that's the game I love to play. I will every quarter, I will go onto LinkedIn and just pick people that I know and that I've worked with in the last few months and write recommendations for them. And they're always shocked. They're always floored and they're always happy to return the favor. And again, if you're working with this person directly, they are going to go the extra mile. They're going to want to work harder because you have let them know that you value them and what they do. So those are just four of the ways, four of the easy ways that you can say thank you and show your gratitude. These are things that everyone should be doing on a regular basis, whether you are an intern in your organization or you are the CEO of, 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 uh, of your company. This is something, showing gratitude, finding ways to let people know that you appreciate them is one of the fastest ways to make friends, uh, influence colleagues, grow your influence in your organization, uh, move your team forward, and become the kind of leader that people want to work for. And that's going to do it for episode 26, episode 27 coming at you before you know it. Uh, If you've got an idea for a show or you have a question you'd like answered, feel free to hit me up on Twitter at Colby Reed, C-O-L-B-Y-R-E-A-D-E. Otherwise, I'm Colby Reed, and we'll talk next time.